Hey, I'm a medium, and this podcast is for those who wish to understand the wonderful world of spirit. Where do we go when we die? I'll share stories of mine as a medium and other mediums in our journeys, plus you will hear real-life client readings so that you can know without any doubt that your loved ones and spirit are around you all the time. I'm Jen, and this is the Singing Medium Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. So it is spring, very springy, springy outside. And I just had to shut the window because the neighbors are playing loud music. But that's okay because we get to have the windows open. So that is a very positive thing about today. And as you can tell, I'm kind of a little bit, I'm kind of a little bit rammy right now. I have some words that people don't really say that people are like, what is that? Like I say Lulu and rammy and all these other kind of words, people are like, you just make up your own vocabulary? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> so today I think I'm going to talk about spiritual businesses and it will have a little bit of a context or a little leeway into a little bit of how, what happened in ayahuasca this last ceremony that I did because I know some of you guys are kind of looking forward to me telling you about that but still not ready to share but I am going to share a couple of things that did come through in the ceremony that have to pertain to a spiritual business. So even if you don't have a spiritual business, you can still really um, get some they're saying reactivation. Oh, that's an interesting word. You can still get some some valuable information in what I'm going to talk to you about, what I learned or what I remembered or what I saw in ceremony because it can help you just in life in general. It doesn't have to be a spiritual business. That being said, though, if you are thinking about or feeling about or want to create a space where you can share your gifts and services and your skills and your talents, this is a really good time to do it. We're really good, especially being a medium right now is really hot. It's hot, hot, hot to be a medium. Um, and I've been doing some training. So speaking of my spiritual business, when you're a medium, I'll just share a little note about that. When you decide to be a medium, it's a lifelong journey. So don't get into it unless you're ready to commit to a whole lifelong journey of development because you can't learn everything. I always say this, you can't learn everything in a one week course or a one or eight week course or something. You can't be where you need to be um, if you just fast track it, it has to be lifelong learning. Now you don't have to do it every single day. Obviously you have to take a course every day, but the best way to learn how to be a medium is to take some courses and get the basics down and then practice, practice, practice. Okay. So I don't know where I was going with that, but I do know that it takes, it shows you a lot of things when you become a medium that you're going to be very, you have to be consistent. You have to be committed. You have to be ready to grow. You have to be all, you got to be in a certain place in your life. And if you're not there, then I wouldn't recommend you starting your training right now. But that being said, especially in mediumship, you got to have training. Like I know there's some natural meetings out there um, and it's great if you're a natural medium, but there's still, it's very helpful to have someone lead you or help you guide you in your development and help you understand and put the pieces together. Cause sometimes there's a lot of like, think of like a, like a, I want to say like a 20,000 piece puzzle or like be more realistic, maybe a 1000 piece puzzle. Being a medium is like that. And you have, you know how you do the edges. So you do the edges first and then you got to, you got all these pieces that kind of like, it's a, it's a picture of a nature scene and everything is green and you got to figure out, well, every piece looks the same. So now I have to figure out which pieces go where. And the puzzle never gets done. Like there, I just took a, I watched a lecture from um, one of the, famous UK mediums and she was saying you know it's it's a lifelong 
learning track. And I've heard this from, from many mediums in the past that I've learned for. So that's what I've been doing lately is I've been taking some more classes to develop my own mediumship. Um, and I continue, to, I, I hope to continue doing that for as long as spirit wants me to connect and, and be a medium and help people in that way. But sometimes when you have a spiritual business, you can kind of notice or you will start to notice or even in life right now it doesn't have to be a business again like I said you will start to notice when your ego and when you sort of rock back between ego and soul right so a lot of this journey in a spiritual nature or spiritual awakening or your development or whatever it is you're looking at spiritual business uh, once you hit like a certain age maybe like 35 or maybe earlier usually like 40-ish kind of around that age is when you start to sort of wake up or pick up on things that you thought your whole life were a certain way but then you realize they were the opposite um, and I firm I'm a big believer in this journey is not about who you're becoming it's about you unbecoming all the things that you were taught and that you actually believe like everything is a lie basically you're, you're a lie like if you're if you're in your ego and you're trying to f- control people and you know you're fear-based and you're in a very kind of low vibration and you'll start to notice that when you do that the more you do that the more you push things away you can push people away if you have a business you'll push clients away students away your classes won't fail this kind of thing because being a medium and having a spiritual business is about unbecoming everything that you're not or everything that you thought you were you know, so it's kind of like a like a mini ego death, if you were. I mean, we don't obviously want to get rid of the ego because the ego keeps us safe. And I'm not saying the ego is bad. In this context, though, just notice the balance of the rocking back and forth when uh, when you go maybe from a little bit of fear to worrying to wondering if anyone's going to come call on you or want to work with you and then you then you go into the moments of soul where you're like you you're knowing and your vibration is good and you're like you know, you know, things are good when you're in that knowing that very strong, intuitive, clear, cognizant, knowing that everything is okay. And you're doing the work and you're, and you're working on these beliefs and you're, you're undoing some of the traps that you've been sort of snapped into over the course of your life. You got to go back and forth. You can't always be in fear mode or worry and lack, and you can't always be in safety, knowing, trusting faith. So you kind of go back and forth between all of those things. And um, you you got to keep it's a it's like riding a bicycle, which is a really poor example. But you have to kind of get back on the bike when you fall off the bike, and you'll know you I fell off the bike five minutes ago. So here's an ego trap that I noticed, but I'm catching it quicker. So I obviously have a spiritual business, and I used to be a life coach, and I mean that might come back at some point, but who knows? But for now, we're taking a break from that, and I noticed a couple of my former coaching clients slash mentoring students posting about their new so they have new um coaches that they're working with there's a and so i was just on just on facebook really which is a really bad idea lately because i feel like facebook really brings me down i'm starting to notice that more and more and more like maybe 10 years ago it was like really fun and cute and always wanted to be on there and every time i go in there i'm like oh come up feeling like a big a poo you know you just don't want to be there and um so i these two former clients who I worked with in the past and I loved them to death and worked really hard with them. I did everything that I thought I could do. And then I see them posting about their new mentors being like, oh, look at this beautiful mentor. And I love her so much. And my ego was like, but, but because for me, I, 
I mean, we can get really deep here, but we're not going to. But like, you can really be like your little kid comes out when this kind of thing happens, right? So it's not about them posting it about someone else. It's about you being a little kid, not getting the recognition that you feel you you should have when you're a little kid. You, you Your whole life is based on praise, right? And so in ceremony, what I saw was that we're all a bunch of just a little kids in adult bodies. That's literally all we are. We're little kids trapped in an age of like eight or 10 or 12 or whatever, always trying to get attention from someone. And that's why we're so addicted to like Facebook and social media is because we always get that back. But it's not always, it's not usually in a very positive way. It's like negative reinforcement when we're, we seem to be looking for positive reinforcement. So when this happened, when I saw these posts, I my, immediately I went, I went unconscious and I was like, oh my God, how come? And I said, I said to Chad, I'm like, can I ask you an ego question? Like, why does it bother me so much that, they gave recognition to these other two coaches and I don't remember, like no one's ever said, oh my God, Jen was a wonderful coach. She helped me so much. And it, it sounds so dumb when I'm saying it out loud, but I'm being really like honest with you guys here. This happens, like don't hide it. If you have a spiritual business, you totally get in your ego and totally go, well, you know, cause you, it's comparison, right? You go in and see someone else's Instagram feed. You're like, wow, they have a beautiful Instagram feed and they have their classes selling out and they have these beautiful matching colors and you know, you start to get in this cycle and it's a cycle. That's what it is. Like you're in a life cycle. You're literally in a in a cycle of ego and soul. This is a cycle. You know, it's like the day is a cycle. The sun sets and the sun rises. It's a cycle, you know? So we're all in this big cycle of, and some of us are starting to become really like almost touching a hot stove. Like, whoa, there goes my ego kind of thing. And it's not to, when this happens, not to reprimand yourself, but to be like, okay, Little Jen's a little bit upset right now because so-and-so didn't give her the credit, you know? And so you have to really pay attention to that. And it might sound, I want you to listen to this from like a, a, like a, not a compassionate kind of energy, but sort of like a, not your mind. You got to feel into this because if you dig down really deep, you know, there's a little you inside of you who's like not getting something, right? Which is why we all do the outside things where we look outside of ourselves for for validation or for filling up. But we know on this journey that we're unbecoming this belief that we have to look outside ourselves for something that will make us feel good, right? And so it has to come from in it. So that's the work. It has to come from inside. Like that's the work that you have to unbecome that person who needs that validation, who needs someone to say, because I bet those two other new mentors that they have probably don't give a crap that they're getting recognized. They probably have done the work. They're probably at the point where like, I don't need someone to recognize me. And you know, it's, it's me, it's my vibration. It's my little self who's like, doesn't believe that I'm maybe worthy of those accolades or like, why do I even need those accolades? Right? Like think, think about also testimonials too. I don't like the past two weeks I've been going through this process of like, I don't think I need testimonials. Like it's, that's an ego thing too. Yes. It's great to have, like, I got awards, I got testimonials, you know, and it's just like, what something is like off and wonky about that now where before I would be like, oh my God, please give me the testimonials. I need the award. Look at me. I'm Dufferin County's number one psychic. And I needed that validation to make me self make me self see little kid make myself feel like I was validated or that I had something to offer I was worthy there's some kind of little thing in there where we're not and so interesting I'm just to get a picture real quick of this so as I'm recording um as I'm recording sorry about that sound um as I'm recording I'm gonna take a picture and I'm gonna post it somewhere this has never happened before so on the app that I use on my laptop to record the podcast i've never seen it before so i want you to see how powerful i'll post it on my stories 
So this has never come up before. So it, a little pop-up came up on the app thing. It says, how satisfied are you? And it has like one, two, three, four, five little emojis. One sad face, one meh face, one one happy face, and one yay face. And that has never come up before. One soul crying. So as you can see, the power of my words and my energy and what I'm thinking about, what I'm feeling about, what I'm talking about, cause this little energy pop-up thing to come on here and literally how satisfied are you mm, interesting <laughs> spirit is spirit is a funny funny thing um yeah so that's kind of and, and things like also like words like limited i noticed that this week too and it's not judgment because i used to do it myself man so like limited spots available as soon as i see that i'm like red alert red alert danger danger because i know that there's something going on with that person as well right it's like not that it's whatever is going on for you when you use that word limited. How does that make you feel? Does it make you feel important? Does it make you feel like, wow, I have so many people signing up there that I have to, I have to limit the amount of spaces that there is? Like, and maybe that's it. But when I I read energy of words, right? So limited is not obviously a soul word because soul is limitless, right? So sometimes when I catch myself putting limited spots available, oh, wait a second. So the trick is to catch yourself. It's not to, to get mad at yourself. The trick is to catch yourself catch yourself and then and then kind of course correct if you can right um yeah so another thing that happened in which is pertaining to a spiritual business and it can also pertain to life in a relationship or anything you're trying to get someone's attention or you're trying to force something you're trying to make something happen so there is a and i'm not i think it's egyptian there's an egyptian uh deity or um an entity called anubis now anubis looks like a dog is that the dog the dog guy, the Egyptian dog man, I think he is the god of like embalmment and death or something. I'm not sure. But he comes to me a lot when I do ceremonies or even like really big deep breath work kind of things that I do. He'll come in and visit me and he kind of represents like the death of something. It doesn't mean like the death of someone. If someone's going to pass in my life or someone around me, I'll know I actually get visited by um, by death. Death will actually come and visit me. And um, that also happened in ceremony too. So maybe something in your business is dying. Maybe something needs to fall away because I am seeing death come in right now. And in ceremony, death came and sat beside me, but death was like a little kid. It was really cool. Death sort of like had like the black hood on, but, but underneath the black robe, he was wearing jeans. He was like, hey, what's going on? Like death was my friend. Death is not something to be afraid of. And then we all trained to be afraid of death it's scary it's you know unknown uncomfortable it's grieving and all these yucky things attached to it but grief is like grief is not what you think it is death is like not what you think it is death is like a little kid death is like a sort of like nothing to be afraid of and he, he sat with me in ceremonies like hey what's going on and like let's have a little chat and i wasn't afraid at all so i've seen death death has come to me like if you think about it as um the grim reaper but not kind of thing if you needed a visual so Anubis is kind of the same kind of thing. So he's like a jackal or a dog. And he came to me and he took me because he was telling me that um, this whole world is a stage and we're watching a play happen right now. Like, you know, whatever's going on in the world right now, it's whenever you're listening to this. Um, but so he took me up to like, you know how there's a balcony at the theater. So he took me up to the balcony. And he's like starts barking at the audience and the bark the audience is trying to watch this play and they're half of the audience like Shh, shut up and half of them turn around. Right. So Anubis is like barking. He's like, try it, try it. He was like, try really hard. Try to force something. Try to make people look at you and see what happens. So when I was trying to talk in this visualization, I was or in ceremony and I was in uh, in another realm or wherever I was. I was every time I would say, hey, limited spots available or hey sign up for my class or hey what about this what about this 
um, have a reading with me, have all these things. It came out as a bark. So I was interrupting the play. I was interrupting people who are enjoying or maybe distracted by this play going on. And when I was saying they're trying to make things happen, it came out as a bark. So imagine trying to, it's quiet in a theater. There's hundreds of people in there watching this really, like maybe Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is playing and or like the Lion King, some of those musicals that are on the stage. And all of a sudden you get up there and start barking. That's what it's like. So the energy of that, put that in your head of when you're trying hard to get something or get someone to like you or get someone to validate you or trying to notice you, this kind of thing. Like I've had a whole series my entire life of like, I don't feel seen. Um, I don't know why. I just had that. I've always had that thing and I had to go through this whole thing in my ceremony about like, why do I feel like that? Why do people not see me? Why do all these things, you know, why am I barking at people? Why do I get upset when someone doesn't give me credit for something? But meanwhile, I feel like, you know, then I go through my mind. I'm like, okay, did I, did I do everything right? Did I help this person transform? Did I help them uh, in a soul energy? Did I help them, you know, change their life? Did I help them in, even in a small way? And the answer, of course, is yes. But then you just go through this process and you go, you go conscious and you go unconscious and you go from like soul to fear and lack to abundance. And, and it's just a constant cycle that you always have to, you always have to go through. It's so important that you keep going through this. And um, yeah, so basically what you're doing when you are trying to get people to like you or to look at you, you are a barking dog in a quiet play. And you're interrupting the play. So what would be a better way to do this, right? And I keep looking at this, these emojis that have popped up here that's still there. <laughs> Which happy face are you? It's like when you go to the hospital on, okay, on a scale of one to 10, this emoji, this emoji, how bad is your pain? It's like this. What, how bad is your pain right now? Because I know like people who are on Instagram all the time and, and I, I'm sort of guilty of that sometimes and I've been trying to take a break this week. But, you know, it's like almost like not like give me attention. It's more like I have to fight to keep my place. I have to fight to claim my spot. If I don't show up on Instagram 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and and this is like, uh, I've done the same thing. It's like, what is the story under, what is, what is, what is the program running underneath that? Something to look at, right? Because, um, you gotta, you gotta, spirit is like, you gotta catch yourself. And, and again, don't get mad at yourself. Like, it's to think of yourself as being like four or five. You wouldn't scream at your four or five year old little you saying, you stupid idiot. Why are you doing this? Why are you standing on your head? Why are you, you know, you would just say, you know what? I'm just having fun. I'm just being a kid. I'm just working out my program of my childhood in my business. And that's really important to notice that when you're doing that, right? It was so powerful and potent when I saw this visualization of myself and the other members who are sitting in circle who are all, I saw them all as little kids. We are, and it makes sense because now with my own kids too, my kids are kind of older now and I always see them as little kids. I see little them inside of them, right? So sometimes think about if you're like triggered by something, you're like, am I really triggered by that thing? Or is it just my little me coming out and saying, look, I have some unhealed issues of me being small that I didn't get when I was a kid and I'm just work, trying to work them out here and it doesn't work this way because it just doesn't work, right? So just notice when are you being conscious? When are you being unconscious? When are you you know, trying to get attention when you don't, you know, when you know that you're okay. And it's a balancing act. It really is. It is 100% a balancing act. It's a lifelong learning, just like mediumship is. It's your unbecoming. See if you can unbecome and not 
try to be someone else or not try to be future you or not trying because trying is uh, is like Anubis is like barking at the at the audience when they're trying to watch the play right trying to get attention so see if you can try some divine marketing divine marketing is something that is like you don't do anything you you except you sit in silent meditation as much as you can you don't post for like a few days and you just sit there and you attract and you uh, emit happiness and joy and love and appreciation and you emit that as much as you can and knowing and practice that feeling of knowing that everything is going to be okay even when the money's not coming in you still have to practice that's an invitation to rest and practice because resting is just as important as hustling and don't get me started on the word hustling you guys okay hustling is also something that we are unbecoming it's very unbecoming (laughs) and you can feel that energy when someone is hustling right and yes, it does work for some people, but for me, I'm choosing to do it more in a softer, kind of more feminine way with those people who do it in a masculine way. I'm choosing to sort of shift backwards. And I will tell you one thing too, also um, after you do ceremonies too, for me this time around, like I feel like I'm more confused than I was before. So meaning that I like my intention going into ceremony was I want to know myself. I want to know who I am. And now that's been a week or two after, I literally don't know who I am and I don't know what I want to do anymore. So every time I ask my guides or spirit, I'm like, why isn't this working, right? Usually my classes have like 15 people and there was like maybe five or 10 in them now, which is fine. It's, I'm grateful that I have the students that I have in there and I'm not trying hard anymore. I'm done, I'm done with that. Um, but they said, because you're, we're taking you somewhere else. So if something isn't working, you got to stop and pause. Why isn't this working? Instead of forcing things and pushing through it, well, you say, why isn't this working anymore? And get the answers from your guys. They're like, well, we're taking you somewhere else. So basically, I'm in a transitional period, which a lot of us are. You can probably relate to that. We're in a transitional period right now, whether you're in a business or you're in life. Like, it's all the same thing, right? So feel into that. So now I'm sitting here. Do I take mediumship classes? Do I keep developing my gifts? Do I go back to readings? Do I not do readings at all? Do I completely blow up my business and do something else? But I feel like it's like a transition, a transition from something that I have been doing for years and now it's going to be something else. But in that in-between, in that unknown, in that death stage, right? Right before spring comes, you know something's coming, but you don't know what it is. Because I feel like if I was told what that next step is, I would miss out on the journey. And if you have been through this before, you're currently going through this, just you, you're not alone, first of all. And it's helpful if we all just were really honest, like me, just like bearing it all here and be like, you know what, I got really upset when that person posted blah, 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 because no one gave me credit for this or whatever. It's not about that. It's the inner kid. It's a little kid coming out and you gotta, you gotta acknowledge it. And so instead of, you know, be quiet, shh, no, we're grownups now. We have to do this. And it's scary when you're in between phases or stages in your life and it's very uncomfortable which is what I'm noticing a lot of discomfort like I almost got sick so instead of me pushing the sickness away I'm like oh my god I literally cannot be sick because from now until the until like May I have no time like I'm working every single day people had booked readings before now their readings are coming up I have no time to get sick and you go through this whole montage in your mind of like oh I can't you need a story you tell yourself you know but this time I said you know what I'm just going to lean into it. Just, you know what? If I want to get sick, my body wants to heal. It wants to heal. It needs to rest. It needs to go through this re- this death. And if I don't slow down, the universe makes you slow down, which is why I'm starting to get sick. 
And that's when you get your body gives you attention, right? So it's all connected. It's all connected. You got to put all the pieces together. So hopefully I'm making sense to you and you can follow this because I know it came out kind of fast, but it's really important that we all just, people are always promoting, be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. But are you really being yourself? Like, are you really able to just sit in the discomfort of, I don't know who I am and just be like, now I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing next. I don't know what's coming but I'm going to breathe through it and I'm going to sit here and I'm going to be honest about it. I'm going to tell you the truth instead of being putting on this face and like everything's great and having a dance party when I don't feel like doing a reel today because it would be fake and you guys would feel that. And I feel like every time we do things like that, we make resistance. We create more resistance to the thing that wants to come in. If we're doing something out of we should do, right? Should equals, equals shame. So if we're doing something that we should, we think we should do, we should show up instead of following our hell yeses and our spirit-led guidance and and you know it's just it makes a lot of sense to do it this way but we're still fighting the old for some reason but just listen to those nudges like something happened today where I was like you know what I think I need to go to the cafe in town here to go get a tea at 1 30 afternoon which I don't do and um totally out of the ordinary but spirit's like go to the cafe it was I go in there and there's this woman in front of me and she has bright green Lululemon yoga pants on. I was like, oh, Spirit just kept, talk to her. Talk to this woman in front of you. I'm like, no, I don't want to talk to this woman right now. It's weird. And I don't want to say, hey, I like your pants. Like, that's that's silly. So I didn't. And then I called out to my son who works there. And then she recognized me from Instagram. We've actually been talking in DMs about maybe collaborating in the future. And she was it was her right in front of me in the line. Okay, you can't make this thing up. And I remember Spirit's like, talk to her and I'm like no I'm not and then she talked to me because spirit was like you need to talk to this woman you guys need to meet it's a really big spirit-led life everything is spirit-led like go follow the nudges go to the cafe when you feel like you don't know why you're going to the cafe but you're just going to go to the cafe and you listen to the voice that says talk to that person in front of you like I think I met an angel yesterday quick story before I head off went for a walk with the dog around like right before dinner time by myself and we're coming back into the subdivision where we live and this old man, like no teeth, could barely walk, must have been like 80 years old, has a cane and he stopped me on the street and Jake is afraid of people so he like cowers back and I'm trying to pull him like to not pull my arm off and get on the road and this man just starts talking to me. He's like, hello, my name is, I forget what his name was. He goes, what's your name? And normally my brain would be like, oh, don't talk to strangers. Like that's right, little kid, don't talk to strangers. So I said, oh, I'm, my name is Jen. He's like, oh, I like your dog. I like your dog. And I'm like, thank you. He was like, he goes, oh, I'm Greek. And I was like, the first thing that came out, and I always talk about my friend on here for some reason, because I know she listens every Friday. So I'm like, oh my God, I have a friend who's Greek too. And he's like, no way. And it was like the cutest little thing, but he was just like, the way he was talking to me, like, oh, I like it here. I'm like, oh, you're new here too. He said, yes, we just moved here. I said, oh, that's so nice. And just having this really nice conversation, but you could tell his energy was, was, had something special. You know, his soul was, was unique. It was like, it's hard to explain. And I wish I remember his name. We'll call him Constantine, but he's this old Greek man in the neighborhood. So I hope I ran into him again because he just sort of had this energy of like, you know what? You're something else. Instead of all this negativity of like, oh, that guy's a, that guy over there, he's a reptilian. Oh my God, that guy is an alien. He's not a good kind. Let's focus. Like, I want to focus more on like, there's the good guy right there. There's the guy who has an angel inside of him. There's an angel literally on earth that just walked past me now. And 
that's when you start to notice that your work that you're doing on yourself is is going well and everything starts to start working out better everything gets smoother it gets easier it gets the trends you know tim horton says no line at 8 a.m that's when you know the work is starting to work and you meet a greek old man on the street and you and you recognize that energy pay attention to it. it's really important so that has nothing to do with business but it will help you in your life okay so thank you for listening to this episode i don't know what i'm going to call this yet but we'll see when you're listening to it. You'll know what it's called then. But I don't know right now because I'm just going with what spirit wants to do. All right, you guys have an awesome day. And thank you so much to the ones who have signed up for a class this week. It begins this week. So thank you so much for the students that I do have. I am so grateful for you guys for trusting me. And we're going to start this journey next week. And there is still spot for the whole medium. That's that one year thing. And I actually divinely attracted a brand new student because I have all of my beautiful old students in there. But I have a new person. And that's how you know that you have divinely attracted the people that are needing to come to you. And if I have been in a dream of yours, because this happens a lot, spirit will plot me in one of your dreams and tell you to get to work. And if you ignore it, you're wasting the time because I get tired. I don't sleep. That's probably why I'm not sleeping because I'm in your dreams telling you to get your butt moving. So if this has happened to you, I want you to reach out to me and we're going to talk. Okay. I know I've been in your dreams before, not in a creepy way, but spirit has a way of getting my soul to connect with other souls in a telepathic way or a astral projection way, then it's time to work. You cannot ignore that for sure. All right, I'll see you guys all next week.